Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now save $30 on the American-made steel FS56 RCE trimmer. Real steel. The FS56 RCE is made in America of U.S. and global materials. Offer valid through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Welcome in to Outkick the Show. I am your fearless leader, Clay Travis. I hope all of you are having a fantastic Tuesday. Blockbuster news on Liv and the PGA Tour. I'm going to dive into that and everything that it means. Uh, I appreciate all of you who are subscribing to our YouTube channel. We're at 987,000 subscribers right now. So click like and subscribe right now. We are going to hit 1 million in the next day or two. That is an incredible testament to all of you. Um, for us to hit a million is incredible. Uh, and so I thank all of you who've been clicking like and subscribe. Like I said, it's the only thing I do that my, impresses my kids. Yesterday, getting ready for, uh, for dinner, uh, both my boys were like, hey, Dad. A lot of your OutKick channel stuff has been popping up in our YouTube feeds now. Like the algorithm is feeding it. These are, you know, 15 and 12-year-olds. Um, that's the only thing I've ever done that impresses them, right? Right? They're like, oh, my God, Dad, your stuff is showing up on YouTube now. Uh, so, again, we're about to hit a million. Thanks to everybody for helping to make that happen. By the way, I'm going to be on in England in like 20 minutes uh, with Piers Morgan talking about this PGA and Live merger. So let's dive right in and talk about it. So June 22nd of 2022, I was down in Atlanta uh, for an Atlanta Braves series, and I did a hit with Brian Kilmeade on Fox News. Maybe we can clip that and put it in as part of this discussion. A little, a little bit less than a year ago, I said this is what's going to happen because the Saudis were spending money and committing resources to a real competitive league and I said the merger is the only result here that's going to end up happening. So I have tons of different angles on this. Let's start here. All of the woke media, remember it wasn't very long ago that they were writing articles saying, I don't even know why we're showing live golfers on the Masters or on the PGA Championship. They were arguing, think about this, that you shouldn't show live golfers on television. They tried to argue, oh, this is Saudi oil-backed blood money. And now, out of nowhere, to many people, the PGA and Liv are in bed together. And I don't know how the PGA's commissioner, Jay Monahan, is going to face all of the people who stayed loyal to the PGA Tour and turn down big money. Because this is a huge win for Phil Mickelson, uh, for uh, Brooks Kepka, for all of the guys out there, Bryson DeChambeau, I think, who took the massive dollars from Liv because a year later, they're going to saunter right back into the PGA. And in the process, they're going to have made hundreds of millions of dollars that Rory McIlroy, Tiger Woods, Justin Thomas aren't making. And let me focus in particular on Tiger here. Tiger reportedly turned down $750 million to stay loyal to the PGA Tour. And then the PGA Tour came out and took the Saudi money as a part of this merger. So the PGA Tour did 
exactly what they told all of these PGA golfers they shouldn't do, take the live money. So if I'm Tiger Woods right now, if I'm Justin Thomas, if I'm Rory McIlroy, if I'm any of these golfers that stayed loyal to the PGA, when this news broke this morning, I would be livid. I would still be livid. Because is the PGA going to make up all the money that I turned down that they were willing to take? If I'm Tiger Woods right now, I'm like, uh, what's the what's the line? Bitch better pay me my money. I mean, I want my $750 million, right? I want that money that I turned down to stay loyal to you that you, PGA, are taking. If I'm Rory McIlroy, if I am uh, Justin Thomas, if you trotted me out to argue against Liv because it was a Saudi-backed league, I want the money that I turned down that these other guys went and got from Liv, the Mickelsons, the Kepkas of the world. Why on earth are you not able to get that money when you stayed loyal to the PGA and the PGA was willing to take it themselves. I don't know how Jay Monahan survives this. I really don't. And I would be furious if I were uh, one of those guys who stayed loyal to the PGA Tour. I want the money that I turned down that you, PGA Tour, were willing to take. Several thoughts, and I tweeted out about this. Uh, but let me start here. I played at Bedminster, and I tweeted out videos you can go find those last year up at Trump Bedminster. Um, I played in the Pro-Am. And when I played in the Pro-Am, I came back after playing in that Pro-Am for that day, and I bellied up to the bar of the hotel where everybody from Live was staying, and there were a lot of golfers there, and there were a lot of, uh, of you know people who worked at Live all sitting around that bar. And after about an hour all of these 9-11 families started to walk in and sit at the bar themselves. These are people that evidently were being uh, were being put out and encouraged by the PGA because, remember, they said, you're taking blood money, and then they said that the Saudis, because so many Saudis were involved in 9-11, they brought out the 9-11 survivors and had them protest at Bedminster. They literally showed up at the hotel bar wearing their hats and – one of them said to me, hey, are, are you here for the live event? And I said, yeah. I don't think he had any clue who I was. I said, yeah. And he said, I don't know how you can look yourself in the mirror. I said, well, I mean, I don't have any problem with companies being involved with countries that have different values than the United States. And I've said that consistently. You go back and look at everything that I said about live. I said, I'm a capitalist. My issue is, when you lecture me in America and say America is an awful place, America has tons of failures, and then you go take money from China or you go take money from a Middle Eastern country, I'm not going to stand for that, right? Because you're being hypocritical. And so my issue is not capitalism. I said, go back and watch it. I have no issue with all these guys making money. My issue is trying to lie to people. The PGA did exactly what they said all of these live golfers did, which is take the money. Okay. But don't try to make it a moral-related equivalency when you're supporting all these 9-11 survivors and trying to say because somebody like me goes and plays in a golf pro-am that I'm a horrible human being for being affiliated with live at all. Remember, I interviewed Charles Barkley. I interviewed Brooks Kepka. I interviewed uh, Greg Norman, and 
I said that I believe a merger was inevitable. And that's what's happening now. But I never criticized any of the live golfers for taking money. I think this must be partly connected to the antitrust lawsuits, right, that are out there, um, and that the PGA may well be exposed on that front. The guys who left and went to live are monster winners. Uh, the guys who stayed behind are big losers uh, from a financial perspective. The PGA is a massively hypocritical organization now without any moral authority whatsoever. And I would say the media, the media charlatans, the woke sports media that tried to argue against uh, any of these live golfers being able to make a living, it was always a joke. You can go back and look at what I've said. Most sports writers would leave their existing jobs for ten dollars or $20,000 more money, right? So this idea that sports writers are on some sort of moral high horse is laughable. Most of them would cut you to make $20,000 more a year, all right? So the fact that they were ever arguing, oh, these guys should never be able to make a living, this is unacceptable, I think they can't cover golf anymore. Like, I, I saw one of these guys, uh, his stories that was out there, and I said, okay, this is, like, really tough to come back from in, in many ways uh, because the overall argument here was essentially that this was totally unacceptable. And I said, like, how in the world do you possibly cover uh, golf given what's going on? Now, some of the golfers like uh, – uh, Brooks Kepka have been going after some of the others, but look, this was a tweet from a guy named Eamon Lynch. I don't, or Eamon Lynch. I don't even know who this guy is. Phil Mickelson's Twitter bluster can't distract from his reality as a shameless pawn for murderers. Uh, okay. That's a take. I don't think it's a fair take, but it's a take. So is that guy not going to cover the PGA now? Now that the PGA has taken probably way more money than Phil Mickelson took. I think it's an interesting question. And the Secretary of State is traveling to Saudi Arabia right now. Last year, Joe Biden traveled to Saudi Arabia and gave a fist pound to Mohammed bin Salman, who allegedly was involved in the Jamal Khashoggi murder. Biden went to Saudi Arabia to try to beg them to produce more oil. They refused. But why are golfers held to a higher standard than the President of the United States? Why is it that golfers can't take Saudi money, but Joe Biden can get on Air Force One and fly to Saudi Arabia and get out of his car and fist pound Mohammed bin Salman in an effort to try to get them to pump more oil so oil, oil prices would come down? If you were going to hold someone accountable for their relationship with the Saudis, and let me be clear, I have no issue with anybody having a relationship with the Saudis. I don't have a relationship with the Saudis. I don't know that I know anybody from Saudi Arabia, period. But if your standard is it's unacceptable to make in any way financial regulations relationships with Middle Eastern, Saudi in particular, interest, shouldn't your biggest issue then be with Joe Biden, not with Phil Mickelson? Like, what is a bigger deal? Phil Mickelson, on an individual level, decides that he wants to make more money from golf, and so he works with a Saudi-based company. Or the United States decides they want to pay less for oil, and the government goes over there and glad handles with the Saudis. Remember, Biden called Saudi Arabia pariah state. To me, this is not a difficult question. If you truly believe that Saudi Arabia is indescribably awful based on their human rights issues, 
then the government shouldn't be going to Saudi Arabia and having relations uh, with the country. What do I care about an individual, right? I don't care whether it's Phil Mickelson or Cristiano Ronaldo or uh, Lionel Messi or any other athlete. We're all just employees, right? Unless you own your own business, which I've fortunately done in the past, but I don't now. Unless you own your own business, we're all out here working for billionaires on some level. And if you're like, well, not me, I'm a federal employee, I'm a state employee. Okay, your salary is determined by really rich people paying a lot of taxes, okay? So no matter what you do for a living, rich people help to pay for you to make that living. So I want to sell my labor if I'm an employee to the highest possible bidder. That's what capitalism is. And if I had a business, which I did, I want to sell my business to the extent that I decide to sell it to a high-value provider, which is what I did to Fox. I'm not a billionaire, though, right? Ultimately, everybody works for billionaires. We'll be right back. Got to take a little break here. We are rolling without kicking. You don't want to miss a moment. Stay tuned. What's up, everyone? It's Nick Wright, and I got something exciting to talk to you about today. Angie, your ultimate destination for getting all your jobs done well. Now, Angie isn't just your average home services marketplace. It's a game changer. With over 150 million homeowners served and a network of over 200,000 skilled pros, Angie has experience and expertise to tackle any project with ease. Whether you're looking to spruce up your backyard or undergo a major home renovation, Angie's got your back. And their pros are locally based, often running small businesses right in your community. And here's the best part. Angie makes the process seamless. From researching and comparing pros to scheduling services at your convenience, Angie's user-friendly platform puts you in control. So why settle for anything less than perfection when it comes to your home? With Angie, you can trust every project will be completed with the utmost care and professionalism. So get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today to discover why homeowners across the nation are turning to Angie to get all their jobs done well. So this idea that the United States government should go to Saudi Arabia with a fraction of the criticism as individual golfers always struck me as absolutely ridiculous. Um, and again, if I'm Tiger Woods, I want my $750 million. If I am Rory McIlroy or Justin Thomas, I want the same kind of money that Brooks Kepka got. So if I'm repping those guys or if I am those guys right now, I am furious at the PGA because my loyalty to you, meaning the PGA, cost me hundreds of millions of dollars money that I'm unlikely to ever make back. And all of the rival golfers who left got those hundreds of millions of dollars, and now they get to sashay right back in uh, to the larger PGA relationship. It's a big deal. Now, looking ahead, what's the Biden administration going to do? Are they going to allow this merger to happen? I haven't seen a lot of people ask this. But the Federal Trade Commission, the FTC under Lena Khan, has been very restrictive of allowing mergers to occur. 
this will effectively create a new monopoly in golf. Live challenge the existing PGA monopoly. Now, to be fair, there is something called an antitrust exemption, which is predicated on collective bargaining. But right now, the golfers are not employees. My understanding is they're independent contractors. So I don't know that this merger 100% passes antitrust law. And now look, I'm an Activision shareholder. Many of you probably play Call of Duty. Um, Activision is in the process of trying to be acquired by Microsoft. It's been stopped by Biden's FTC. So is this merger between Live and uh, and the PGA, particularly given the foreign interest, to be fair, of Saudi Arabia, going to be allowed to occur? I think this is a really intriguing question that I'm hearing almost no one ask. But there are so many different moving parts here. I would say the biggest winner, clearly golf fans. Because most golf fans don't really care, right? You might watch the big break on Netflix season one and season two and see how exactly this is all shaken down. But my perspective on it is most golf fans don't care. Most of you out there, and I would class on myself as a golf fan, most of you out there only care about the best golfers participating in the biggest golf tournaments, a.k.a. the majors. You want to watch the U.S. Open, the PGA, uh, the British Open, and Masters, and you want all the best golfers to be included. And I think that now basically ensures it. You may want them in the Ryder Cup. This eliminates the idea that those golfers would not be able to participate. Uh, but to me, congrats to the live golfers. They're the big winners. I don't know how PGA Commissioner uh, Jay Monahan faces his group. The biggest losers are the Tiger Woods, the Rory McIlroys, and the Justin Thomases of the world. Golf fans win, and hey, risk. Analyzing risk is the single most valuable asset to building wealth in America today. It is. If I could give any of you like one gift, it would be to be able to analyze risk. Because the better you are at analyzing risk, the better you are at making massive amounts of money. Because the live golfers and their representatives recognized a risky situation. They were aware that they were going to take slings and arrows of condemnation, but they said the money payout is worth that. And all they had to do was be full-time live golfers for one year, and then boom, everything right back rolling, no issues at all. It's a big deal, big story overall. Um, a couple of other things. Chris Christie and Mike Pence are going to enter into the presidential race this week. I don't think that either man has a possibility of becoming the nominee. Chris Christie, it appears, is basically running to attack Trump. Maybe he sees a pathway to being a member of the Ron DeSantis administration. I don't really know Mike Pence's path here. Um, I, I think he probably just wants to be able to share um, his perspective, he's been relatively quiet in the wake of all of the January 6th shenanigans. Um, but I just, I don't really see that there's going to be some massive amount of attention for him here. Uh, so we'll see Chris Christie and Mike Pence both entering the race. I think I said this off the top. If I didn't, I'm not going to be here Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday, uh, because I am headed 
uh, out of t- uh, out of town. Uh, I'll be back on Monday with this show, I think. Although then I'll be in. Yeah, I'll be back here Monday. Yeah, I'll be back here Monday. Um, all right. Uh, prediction. I have continued to make this prediction. I nailed my June twenty second prediction on the live and PGA ending up in merge uh, merger together. I believe that Donald Trump is going to be charged with obstruction of justice. And I also believe that Hunter Biden will be charged in relation to the Trump charges, not in the same charges, but around the same time. And I believe that Merrick Garland, the attorney general, 71 years old in November, will walk out and will say, whether you are the president of the United States or the son of the president, no one is above the law. The fig leaf of Hunter Biden charges, which will be far less significant, will allow Trump to be charged and Merrick Garland to argue that this is impartial justice. Also, make no mistake about this, Mike Pence having classified documents will also allow Merrick Garland to argue this is not about Trump being a Republican because Mike Pence is also running for president and we aren't prosecuting him. It's about obstruction of justice and improperly handling classified documents. That is why Trump must be charged, but we're not charging Mike Pence, and we aren't going to charge Joe Biden because they handled their classified document scandal correctly. I'm predicting that's exactly what's going to happen here. All right. Uh, I love all of you. I hope you have a fabulous week. I'll be uh, out, like I said, actually going to Blackberry Farms, which I'm told is fabulous in East Tennessee, Um, so or Mountain or something. I'm not sure exactly. I will be up there. Uh, I'll be back with you on Monday, unless major news breaks. Uh, But go get us over a million on the YouTube channel. I am Clay Travis. This has been Outkick the Show. DBAP, unless you need to ask about.